Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner-Khan. I believe the social proof is one of the most important things for your business because it doesn't matter how good you are, how experienced or talented you are, you always get passed over for somebody with better social proof. Today on episode 537 of Smashing the Plateau, I'm here with Monica Maleva from The Expert Impact. I'm going to ask Monica what you need to do to sell your expertise online and much more. You can find out more about Monica along with all of our previous episodes at smashingtheplateau.com. Right now, digital marketing is more important than ever to keep your business going. Your clients need to know you are here to help them deal with their challenges. Our friends at SiteHub have many resources to help your audience stay aware of how you can help them. Contact SiteHub today at yoursitehub.com. That's yoursitehub.com. Now let's welcome Monica Maleva. Monica is a marketing consultant helping entrepreneurs scale fast by building social proof and expert status and blending automation, organic, and paid marketing for faster growth. Monica, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Monica, how did you learn marketing? I um, actually was running a, a local a business in my area. And in uh, probably 2013, 2014, I started advertising for myself on Google. Back then, it was just uh, Google for me. And uh, slowly, I just started getting interested in how people come in, how to bring traffic, you know, looking at organic strategies, freeways, uh, looking at networking, just everything around marketing. And I really got sucked in, basically. It's a, it's a big rabbit hole. Um, it certainly is. And what kind of business were you running? Uh, back then, I was running a, um, a local pet sitting and dog walking business and um, some dog training. Okay. And where are you located? I, will, um, I still am in Brisbane, Australia. So I came from the industry, I used to be a vet nurse. And once I um, left my surgery, I just thought of, um, I thought, what can I do that my son would enjoy doing with me? And coming from the industry and loving, you know, pets, dogs and cats, what better thing for a little child to do when they have free time than, you know, play with dogs and cats? Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. That's how it started. So what, what were some of the things you started learning about how people were were becoming aware of what you were offering? Well, besides paid advertising, which was getting more and more traction back then, I learned that relationship building with businesses that are close to yours in the same industry is so incredibly important. It's extremely important to build relationships with your best clients. And it's extremely important to network with, uh, with the right communities. Mm. And how much of the relationship building was like person to person versus doing something that involves some kind of digital marketing? Back then was very much person to person. But then when I started pivoting around 2015 into more um, online, I started discovering even better ways to reach more and more people with funnels and with uh, building your social proof, which is being well known and, and creating relationships with people that are you know, across the world, uh, people that you would have never been able to connect with. 
So our reach is getting larger and larger, but um, the internet space is getting noisier and noisier. Now, as you were reaching out across the world, was this for your locally based business or was this for other kinds of businesses? Uh, in around 2015, I started pivoting and I started working with local businesses on their marketing, on their business growth. So we started looking at different ways of building those relationships. And that's how I started reaching those people across the world. And I started building a business, which then became uh, an agency, which then I pivoted into um, consultancy. Ah, so so you took what you had learned about your own business in pet sitting and and pet services into helping others with their marketing and then going from there. Correct, correct. I took everything I knew and started applying it to other businesses, starting getting clients that were were not in my industry, started looking at um, you know, the people I like working with, the industries I like working with, and I ended up working with coaches, consultants, speakers and authors. Mm -hmm. And going back to 2013, Monica, how how much of of your own pivoting and it sounds like there were several pivots several like major pivots along the way how much of these pivots were planned and how much were just circumstance they they started to evolve and you said oh this looks like something i should pursue let me go after this as opposed to having a like a bigger plan that i want to get out of this whole pet industry altogether and just focus on marketing i think that everything just happened everything evolved um, my interests uh, started pivoting and my attention started pivoting. So I just naturally went from one into the other. Mm. What have you learned about yourself about pursuing what interests you and pursuing where things seem to evolve versus having a like this big long term strategy? I am. Uh, my personality is that of an innovator. So I'm always looking at what's happening what's new. And if I get passionate about it, I start learning about it, I start applying it. And if a pivot comes with it, it's all well and good. But I have noticed that uh, my interest ever since it took into marketing, it's still into marketing, it's just refining where I'm going. And, and I think this is extremely important when you start focusing on one or two things that you do extremely well and start niching, niching into that and every pivot makes you better at what you do. Yeah, that's for sure. So so now what's the primary problem you solve? The primary problem I solve right now is for people who are frustrated that they cannot reach their audience, that they get passed over for others that seem to be more vocal or more visible on social media, being uh, better known. And uh, I saw this whole problem with um, a strategic plan that is usually designed uniquely for this business or this person. And we go from all the free strategies, all the things they can do on their end. Then we work through the resources, the tools and the people they need to be connected to, to raise that profile, uh, become more visible, become uh, well-known and raise and build their social proof. And what kinds of businesses does this work really well for? As I said, my niche is predominantly coaches and consultants, uh, authors, speakers, retreat leaders. So these are the people that um, can work online predominantly. They reach very large audiences and they're experts in their own fields. 
Right. What What are some examples of the kinds of people we were talking about? Some of my um, latest clients are, I have a, a financial coach who, who works with financial planners and she is incredible at what she does. And we started looking at how to raise that visibility online because she was uh, creating a, she had a large program that was $15,000, six months, and they would meet all, offline. They'll come to live events and all that. But now she's looking at how to move all that online so she can look after her young family and at the same time reach even more women. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a great example. So, so what are some of the things that, that this kind of business owner needs to do that they're not currently doing if they want to sell their expertise, particularly if it comes to selling their expertise online and gain traction with the kind of clients they want? Okay. I can give you three strategies Mm -hmm. that anyone can actually implement straight away that will be either free or very cheap for those people who are on a low budget. So the very first one, especially for coaches and consultants, is you need to be visible. And what that means, it means open up your social media profiles. I come across so many people who say what they do, for example, in groups, but when they follow onto their profile, there's absolutely nothing. There's no information. It's completely closed. The only thing you can see is the profile picture and all the changes in that profile picture. So if you want to be able to make more uh, strategic partners, if you want to create better uh, relationships, just put who you are, where you live, put all the links to your social media profiles, put the links to all your funnels and, and, and your website, put actually what you do and put a link to your Facebook business page so people can actually follow. And if they're interested, they can contact you. And, and this is one way of getting leads to contact you rather than you chasing leads and sending cold PMs. Right. And when you say being visible and putting these links to to your social profiles and links to your articles, where would you put these links? On Facebook, especially on uh-huh. the left hand side, when you have a look at open profiles, you will see all the pages they own and admin. You will see links to their websites, their funnels, any links they want to put in. And you also see links for the other social media platforms like LinkedIn and Instagram and all the others. And of course, another thing you can do, there's an image on the right-hand side, which is the featured image, and you can actually use it as a link to your group, for example, or to your freebie. That's another way for people to follow you and start getting to know you. So all these little things that you can do that will not cost you anything will actually bring your visibility up. That's great. So visibility, particularly through through links in the right places. Yes, and through opening your social media profiles, which are inviting people to start networking with you and start to get to know you. Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Now, the second strategy is extremely, extremely cheap. And this is building audiences on Facebook with videos. What do I mean? I mean, you need to start recording strategic videos that are very high value content. And once you put them on your business page, you can actually put about a dollar per day per video and just let them run for engagement. 
and engagement are the people who are starting to interact with your videos. They'll either click on read more so they can read more of the description or they'll click on the link if you've got a link there, or they will do something. They will like, they will comment. And most of my videos and most of my clients' videos run for about one cent per engagement. So for a dollar, you'll have about 100 people engage with your video every single day. If you have three to five videos, that's quite a few people for $5 a day. And multiply by that by 30 for the month, or multiply it by 365, and you start seeing how your audiences grow to extremely, extremely engaged and high volume. Can we talk about this strategy a little bit? Because one of the things I see is that for people that don't have a lot of experience creating content, getting the first piece out there is agonizing. And they spend weeks or sometimes months strategizing over what this first video should contain. Or they may get one video up and it takes them weeks to get a second video up as opposed to having a plan to get one video up per week or one video up per day or whatever whatever the frequency is. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, I, I think that the first thing people need to stop doing is freaking out because Everybody says you have to be on live video, but you don't. If you're first starting and if you don't want to do live videos, that's fine. You don't have to, as long as you actually create content. And the best way to start looking at creating content is to look what other people are reading, watching, or listening to. And there are websites like um, Ask the Public. I think it was called Ask the Public. And over there, you can just put your keywords and it comes up with all the searches people are doing right now for those keywords. You can also do polls in groups. You can, or you can just do some social listening and, and go into groups where your ideal client avatar is and just look at what they're asking. And if there's a, enough people asking that same question, make a video about it. That's the easiest way to come up with content, how-to videos, steps to do something. These are really good videos you can create around your business, behind the scenes. You can create videos about uh, something that you're launching and you can ask your audience to participate in naming something. There's so many things. So you, you really, really need to do a bit of research and a bit of social listening. And you can come up with at least five to 10 topics that will be of extremely high value for your audience. Yeah, it's a great way, great way to do it and to overcome the fear. You can always batch produce. So if you have those five or 10 topics, you can choose, you know, a couple of days during the month and just batch record two or three videos at the same time. That way it's done. It goes to your editor. And then your social media people take over or or you take it back and you start repurposing and multiplying to different platforms. Okay, that sounds great. And what's what's the third step that you wanted to talk about? Okay, the third step is probably one of the most important steps that a lot of people are afraid of because they're not at the level they think they should be. And that's strategic partnerships and joint ventures. Now, this is something that will skyrocket your business 
into a, a completely new stage. And when I talk about joint ventures and strategic partnerships, a lot of people think that that actually includes money, but it doesn't have to. And I'll give you a few examples. For example, if you have 1,000 people on your email list and you approach somebody who has the same amount of people on the uh, list or they might, they may have more and you can do email swaps. You can say, I will email my 1,000 people about your product and I'll do a sequence and there won't be any links that I'm an affiliate with and you'll do the same. So both of us will email our 1,000 people about each other but we're not going to track any links. And that's just a pure email swap. So you don't have to go into the tech of creating affiliate links. You don't have to spend more money on on advertising. It's just a pure email swap. You can also do, you can swap interviews in each other's uh, Facebook groups. Again, there doesn't have to be any money swap there. It's just more visibility for me, more visibility for for you. We just get exposed to different audiences. And the third one is, of course, speaking for free. And, and right now, every event has been moved online, which means that you can speak at any event anywhere in the world. It opens a lot more doors to get a lot more eyeballs. Yeah, I find actually that speaking in a location other than yours online often gains more visibility and more traction than speaking in your own geographic neighborhood. That's correct, because your own geographic neighborhood is very crowded. But now people are looking at expanding the circle of experts. Because imagine if you've been running the same event and you've had the same speakers for the last five years, it's getting a little bit tiring for your audience. But now you've moved your event online and you can get people from across the world, you know, 10, 20,000 miles away that are more than happy to speak at that event. And you're actually refreshing it with fresh blood. You're entertaining your audience much better. Monica, overall, what, what can you say about the importance of social proof? I believe that social proof is one of the most important things for your business because it doesn't matter how good you are, how experienced or talented you are, you always get passed over for somebody with better social proof. And they may not be as good as you, but that's the reality of things. Mm -hmm. So from day one, from the second you launch your business, you need to start building your social proof. And and of course, your lists. And when I talk about lists, this is not just an email list, the traditional thing that we know as lists. This is your followers, your fans on social media, your connections on and offline, your partners. All these people make your lists, which when you start thinking, I have only 300 people on my email list, but then I have 10,000 people on LinkedIn. I have 3,000 people on Instagram. I have 5,000 friends and 2,000 people on my Facebook page. Now your list is starting to look a little more substantial, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. So Monica, for people that are that are not spending a huge amount of time online and are not um, haven't done many of th- the things we've talked about today. This can seem overwhelming. Where should they start? The very first thing they should do is start fixing their social media profiles and start networking with people that are their peers that are in industries that can help them 
bringing more leads. They should start creating more videos. And as I said, you don't have to go live. You, you just need to start creating videos because actually I, I read some statistics that say that by 2021, over 80% of, the, of content on social media will be video. So I understand that it's very scary for some people, but it's a little bit like learning to swim or learning to ride a bike. It's scary at first, but if we persevere, we'll get over it. And yeah. Monica, things have changed really quickly for you over the last six, seven years. What do you see evolving as as uh, we go into the next number of years? Well, the next level will be very interesting because there's so much talk about uh, virtual reality, augmented reality. So I really, really want to see how marketing will change while including these two things. So again, when we talk virtual reality and augmented reality, it's again very visual. So once again, I think marketing is moving more into visual rather than written or or auditory. Yeah, I certainly see that happening and the technology is supporting it. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what plays out. Monica, for someone who wants to go deeper with anything that we've discussed today or access any resources that you have, where is the best place to go? And uh, we will also put a special link in the show notes for this episode. But in general, what is your hub? Oh, my hub is definitely Facebook. And mm-hmm. um, if you guys want to hang out with me, you can uh, come and join my group, uh, which is called The Expert Impact. We will put a link in the show notes. But um, yes, I'm, I'm there every day and I answer questions. And uh, if you want to see how you can actually start building that social proof, come with those questions in the group. Sounds good. Well, Monica, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Smashing the Plateau and share um, all these things that you've learned in the last few years and that you're now applying and helping others apply in their businesses. My guest today has been the expert impact, Monica Maleva. Thank you again, Monica, for joining us. Thank you for having me. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, You'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mentioned on the show. Today we learned what you need to do to sell your expertise online and much more. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review if you can. And remember when you support our sponsors, you help us bring Smashing the Plateau to you for free. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.